you ready? And we're recording. Hey, good people, welcome back to Jesus, Business, and Culture. I guess it's welcome back. I know, why do I always say welcome back? Is that just like my tagline? Uh, Yeah, we have a lot of taglines and stuff uh, that we say. Welcome back. Yeah, I don't know why I always say welcome back. Hey, good people. Hey, good people is definitely the first one. Absolutely. But for those of you who are new or haven't listened in a long time, I'm Ashley. Uh, Yeah, I forget about that. I'm Rashina. And we're Jesus Business and Culture. JBC. I knew. I was just, I'm looking at you like, can you do it for me? Uh, I'm very comfortable on the couch right now. I mean, when are we not comfortable on the couch? No, I think, like I'm real comfortable today. Uh, I think only w- the first episode we recorded at the table. No, we've recorded a couple of episodes at the table. Oh, we quit. We, we did. We quickly pivoted. We, we to quickly the couch. pivoted once we got once we upgraded our equipment. Yeah, can you imagine sitting at that table? I actually want that table remo- removed from my house. The nook. I love the nook, and I need the storage, but it's not a very comfortable seat. We need to clean your nook out. We've been saying okay, it. this is we've been much. talking about that for like a year or two. I fe- I'm feeling personally attacked. No attacks. <laughs> <laughs> How's life? How how you been? Life it's been is a very long time. Good. I this is like the fastest year ever and I know we keep saying that, but like man, time is really confusing. Yeah, and it's like seven o'clock and it is pitch black outside and I don't like it. I mean, I saw this meme earlier and I know we laughed about it, but it was like, how much daylight are y'all trying to save? Because like, right. I'm, I'm all set. Why I'm is it so set. dark? Like I, I want, give me more sunlight. I don't want sunlight at 5 a.m. I don't need seasonal depression. I, I don't have enough need, on my plate. I don't need 5 a.m. sunlight. I'll give you like 6.37. 5 a.m. though? Nah, play. But is it? bright at 5 a.m because i know we're in a proper like tropical storm slash hurricane you know i don't know because it is pitch black in my room but no matter what time of day yeah because you sleep like a vampire but at my house in my room i get up at that time and it's not bright out well you tell me in the morning i'll i'll let you know i'm taking pilates at six oh that's nice i have to go i have a training session in the morning yeah because we canceled yesterday's oh because of tropical uh storm nicole nicole came through like a wrecking ball uh yeah i we we haven't even recovered from the last hurricane but anyway uh we should start <coughs> with a your worship song because yes. i am no lie i'm gonna pivot and uh piggyback wow on your worship song so wow give it to us par for the course easy Ooh, don't do that easy light sunday morning all right worship song of the week um i uh i have been listening to todd galberth who is this man he seems where'd you find him I mean, he's been around. Oh, okay. Keep going. Yeah, I can't think of what he what else he sings. I mean, Maybe. this song did have me. What do they say? Wrecked. Wreck as oh wrecked god. Wrecked as oh god. This wreck song did have me wrecked in the car, though. Okay, keep uh, going. But yeah, his album Encounter is really good. Um, definitely different from. Uh, well, I mean, it's just not Maverick City or Travis Green or Elevation or Hill Song. So oh, go listen so then, to it. Yeah, change up, change up. Uh, go listen to it. Uh, but it's called After All These Years. And of course, as I patiently wait for my husband to come and knock on my door because I have, I'm done with these dating naps. No, that's not all about what after all these years. But uh, that's what comes to my mind, because that's the one thing that I'm like, Jesus, can you hurry it up? Can you tell me? 
can this be good anyway uh of course i love the bridge um and it's just talking about after all of these years you're still good you're so good and um the bridge goes from generation to generation there's no boundaries to his greatness no eyes have seen ear has heard you're not done yet um and just i think the concept of time and how we look at time we and i'm trying my best to get over it and get past it but like God works on his timing and no matter what happens and when it happens or if it doesn't happen, I have to remember I love the whisper because that's how I feel keep going. If it doesn't happen. Uh <laughs> like if I say it too loud, right, it might he's, your- <laughs> he's still good. And after all these years, so like the years of waiting for whatever it is, it could be A, B, C, D, X, Y, Z, one, two, three, four insert whatever it is that you've been waiting for faith is believing that God is still good even if he doesn't deliver on those things that you've been waiting for and humanly that is hard to grasp and as Ashley said like wreck us oh God I was singing this song to the top of my lungs and it hit my heart and hit my soul real deep of just like you're still good even if I die alone with and alone as in no marriage no life partner and that's tough that's hard when you want to spend or let me say this my desire to is to spend some time on this earth with a partner <laughs> just like a you know melt in your mouth not in your hand bite right. size amount of time on this earth on this earth with a with a with a partner uh who i love and honor and lay my life down for and die to die die to myself i want that opportunity yeah i respect that and for so, you yeah and i want that for you i want as that. your very best friend i want that for you too buddy well that's a topic for another day but i know um, go ahead and piggyback I mean, you said so much good stuff as always, but I think um, it's funny because I think we talked about when we, last week when we were going to record and life got away from us. I think I was, we were both traveling. We had to drive from New York City to my parents' house. I want to talk about it. Oh yeah, it was a rough. It was a rough travel week. Um, I like in this song. It says in the first verse, it says in the waiting when my heart is confused, and in the trusting when my hope feels lost, and in the harvest when I'm holding the promise you're still good. And I think as people who follow Jesus, we don't, we often don't, um, you know, I don't like to operate absolutes. So often we don't um, share in our, in the waiting. And when hope feels lost, we like to share in the harvest when the promise is, is um, when I'm holding the promise mm-hmm. that God, how great God is. And we want to share the testimony and all those things, but it's rare. Um, and, uh, infrequent that we share the in-between that's good and and i think like the in-between is when you really have to fight about god being good like you know i use the example of like women who give birth right like when you're pushing and in pain and all the things and 10 40 weeks of pregnancy and pushing a baby out of your body or having a really difficult surgery to have to bring a baby earthside like 
is God good in those moments? But nothing feels like when you have that baby in your arms. And it's like the same, like we say this all the time because I'm, I'm petty, but like on Instagram, people like to show you every inch of their relationship when it's perfect and the holiday cards and all the things. But you know, quickly when the husband changes his Instagram photo to just the kids and the wife start posting selfies, I'd be like, uh-uh, 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 Mm-mm. post that. What's going on? I want to know. need to know. You told me every morning how you prayed for this and how you did this and how you did that. I couldn't, I had to mute you. You were so much. But like, where are you in the rough times? Like, where's your faith then? And so I like this song because like it talks about God being good in all of those phases. And I think that's the true testament of faith mm-hmm. is when you don't you're not holding the the promise in the harvest when your hope feels lost. Right. I think um, I think sometimes like w- within uh like the church, it's hard to be honest about your feelings and where you are because it's definitely like, used to be yeah like it's like a lack of faith because i'm feeling these things mm-hmm. um but it is it is a growing pain in in a in a period in the waiting as you know mm-hmm. as you're waiting for whatever it is that's still part of the testimony and like the grief of over like what you had hoped for from a timing perspective right like absolutely i say all the time like i still like hoping to meet my husband and have a life partner and have children. And I think those things are in my future. But like, I also hoped that I would have some time to get to spend some time with my husband, just the two of us, or Mm -hmm. we could do some traveling. And now it's like, if I meet my husband tomorrow, great. And we get married and things or whatever, but like I'm 36, like you're in a little bit more of a sprint to absolutely have children and and build a life and there's so many pros and cons to that but like there's grief and like what i had hoped for right like don't and don't come at me talking about well so-and-so had their baby at 50 that's fine for so-and-so that that's fine but i also have friends who are celebrating their 10-year wedding anniversaries like literally like right now our friends who we love have fun in paris i know are celebrating their 10-year and that's like one of a lot of people like it's not like oh i have one or two friends it's like you feel like you man i'm 10 years behind like that's a long time yeah and can is god good and can you talk about god being good and can you share about god being good in those seasons and this we're using this example of like wanting to get married but it's in lots of things when you're working the same job and not getting the promotion and you're seeing your friends make more money when friends are having the babies and you're struggling with infertility when you're believing for a parent to be healed from an addiction like all of the things insert insert whatever it is whatever it is yeah like it's so i love this song that it actually touches on the in-between and not just the testimony which used to be hard to share and used to be hard to talk about and i think we've both in our late 30s have settled into feeling comfortable yeah i'm mid i'm younger than you um (laughs) shade (laughs) but anyway so yeah good song great pick we're going to take a hard left. All right. I don't know. Oh, we're we're, we're going to pivot for sure. <laughs> we are pivoting because there's been a lot uh, happening with um, uh, Kanye. Or do we want to talk about him? Are you okay? I don't know. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Well, Kanye is kind of old news, but. He was dropped from Adidas, but it, it this all ties in together. Yeah, go ahead. Like he was dropped from Adidas. Um, he had a uh, basically a fashion show or whatever, or attended a fashion show with White Lives Matter shirts on, like huge. And 
And, you know, the thing that just really annoyed me most was that the people gave him these excuses talking about this is a chess move and he's just making a statement this is art and he's making fun of this and making fun of that and it's it's all a part of his master plan to get out of his adidas deal and his i wonder was it a part of his master plan to be dropped from the billionaire list but that's i I just like uh, again this is probably a meme but it's like imagine knowing kanye's master plan and not having a five-year plan for yourself that sounds wild we um but it, it, uh, his antics kind of uh, sparked even more hate. Uh, well, yeah, because he, he doubled down. And we we're going to get into this when we get into Kyrie. But it's like he made statements. And when challenged on them, he doubled down. Right. And then what did he say? Uh, I forgot his exact words. But it don't he matter. said a lot of things. He you said a more specific. No. um no, I can't remember. Okay. I'm sorry. It's, I didn't write it down. Okay. <laughs> I should have wrote it down. My bad, people. Uh, but yeah, like... It, I it, think... Go ahead. Well, sorry, what bothers me is that like we... Uh, yes, do I believe that Kanye is suffers from bipolar disorder and maybe um, maybe other things that I'm unaware of? He's been vocal about his bipolar disorder. That's the only reason I'm naming that specifically. But I, 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 it's frustrating when we want to call hate towards any group of people and excuse it for mental illness right like i think that like in creativity and art and all these things and it's like no 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 like and you know what he can say whatever he want that's that's totally that's totally fine i we we, we get confused with like the freedom of speech because the freedom of speech is really supposed to be about your freedom to speak against your government not for you to spew hate but that's a whole that's a conversation for another day Uh-oh. but you can say whatever you want. You're right about that, but you're it's not without consequence. Right. So that's like it it does not say freedom of consequence. Yeah. So, so there's it's like, consequences to the things that you say, the things that you do. And so um I'm just I and, and I am tired of the well, he has mental illness. Like, no, you have the resources and you have the money, the resources to get help. And you know you need help. You just refuse to do it. And because it stifles your creativity or whatever it is and i'm just like i can't excuse i can't i can't excuse that anymore yeah and the argument that like he said all these horrible things about black people and nobody pivoted and i'm like yeah but it's because we keep making these excuses right like well he's creative and this is a part of his master plan and we yeah we we accepted it it. like it was like not we collectively and i don't want i mean i know like especially like our friends and our professional circles, like obviously like slavery was not a choice. Like we, nobody accepted those things, not nobody, but we did not accept those things. But, but there was a large group of people, people we, our Facebook friends with went to high school with whomever who were like, Oh, well, Kanye's, you know, a creative genius and did it. And it's like, um, are you okay? No, no, right. Not okay. And then, you know, following, Kanye's crazy uh, craziness is not the right word but following Kanye's disruptive behavior yeah. um and the consequences consequences that came with that came your boy Kyrie yeah so um I'm sure you've all you're all aware but he shared a link to a film uh it's called Hebrew Hebrews to Negroes um and it has some anti-semitic rhetoric in there I I haven't seen it. I haven't read up on it. I have 
probably no desire to really read up on it. Um, just going to be honest with you there. I've just kind of, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. And one thing, so he posted this on his Twitter account with nothing, no context or anything on there. He just posted it. And so of course he got asked about it in a press conference and he got angry and a little hostile (laughs) in the press conference and talking about, I'm not promoting it. If I put something on my page, that doesn't mean I'm promoting it. You don't see me on the press tour, da, 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 da. But we all know whenever you post something on your page, there is some promotion behind it, especially if you don't say anything. Like if you would have said like, I'm going to leave this here, you know, that's up for debate. I don't know, you know, but you drop, he dropped this link with nothing uh, attached to it. And from his past actions and some of the things that he said and some of the things that he posts, it, it can be taken or it can be assumed that he agreed with the film. Uh, and and when asked to clarify, he didn't. So He didn't. And so this film has been around since 2018. And now it is one of the top streamed movies on Amazon. And the book is like selling. Yeah, so you can say what you want, but you know how many followers you have. You know what kind of influence you have. Because when you want to sell sneakers, you drop links right. and posters and videos and all the things. Um yeah, Kanye, I, let me say let me say this about about Kyrie, excuse me. Um he has been disruptive on every NBA team he's ever been on. Correct. First and foremost. Yeah. So like everyone wants not everyone, a lot of people want to say that like Kyrie's being unfairly treated and we're going to talk a little bit about like the steps for him to come back he's to a play. Free thinker. He's a free thinker and all these things, but I'm like he has been disruptive on every single team that he's played for. And like, I, I, I get it that people are allowed to think freely and we encourage you to think freely and we encourage you to do all those things. But at some point, like nobody wants to be around you and it's not because of groupthink. It's not about being a sheep. It's not about fitting into a mold, but it's like you play a team sport, my guy. And every single team from draft day to now, he's been disruptive because even before this stuff, he was disruptive with his team. Right. And not just the Nets, like when he was in Cleveland with uh, LeBron and Kevin Love, when he was at the Celtic, like he's disruptive. Right. So like this isn't new. It's just he was he hit a really sharp chord. Yep. And we're now we're talking about it in an even more meaningful way. But him being disruptive, I mean, he said the earth this was flat. This is all these new. things like this is not new. So I don't know why everyone's surprised by Kyrie being Kyrie. But he he promoted it, and right. we know what's we know what's good. And here's the thing, and I don't care about his beliefs. Everyone has the right to believe whatever you want. But if you're asked about those beliefs, and then like Kyrie was asked about his beliefs, and he turned into the Riddler. Yeah, because. And, <laughs> And like, like what, like what, like, why are you asking questions to a question? Like, um, what did he, what was, what was it? Uh, if you, if I know where I'm come from, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I'm from. And and it's like to the average Joe Schmo, what does that mean, bro? 
Right, but you you know in the platform that he's on that he's speaking to millions of people because you and I had this conversation like off mic where it was like I understand what he was trying to say in what in that in that specific statement. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I'm from. Like I I'm not even going to get into what that what that means because I'm not going to speak for him. But like I felt like I can understand what he's saying regarding like Africa and the Bible and the Torah and all these things. But like, dude. Be clear. Be, you you have to be clear because the film that he promoted, like, talked about the Holocaust being like a conspiracy. Which, dude, no. And like, bruh, like, you cannot, you can't go up there and blanket just, you can't get not give an answer. It's like, like saying slavery is a choice and then correct, walking away from it. And then that, walking like, away from it, like, wait a minute, what you mean? You got to explain, you got to explain yourself. And he had the, he had the opportunity, several, multiple, yeah, multiple opportunities to state what he meant. And he didn't refuse to do it. He had to, he had a chance to state what he believed and he didn't. And he decided to be stubborn. And I just feel like he's trying to be like, almost like a martyr for, for like a cause. Like he tried to do it with the um, vaccine, with the vaccines and all of that stuff. And it's just like, bro, like if you just, I think if he would have told exactly or said exactly what he believed, this would have been over and done with two three days tops and he could have just apologized like you know what i meant no offense i actually don't believe that but here are the things within the movie or within the documentary that i agreed with and what i was trying to make a point about or that i'm researching further and trying to better understand like, dude, or whatever you, you have an opportunity to you and you have a platform to educate people you talk about i want to and that's and i might be getting into but like that's the problem that i have with people like that because it's like well they ask these questions like well um have you been enlightened you need to go find it for yourself like i'm like okay got it gaslighting and narcissism on like a level that i like it it's i can't stomach it and i saw this thing on um i think her name is candace on instagram that was like if you were the kid who didn't pay attention in school or struggled in school, it's much easier for you to say that it's a conspiracy theory and to believe in false narratives so that you can say, see everything I told you what they taught us in school was wrong. And it's like, I mean, I know I think we have another quote in here from somebody else, but like, well, I'll share that. But it's just like basic human understanding of things like you try to be so deep and you sound like a dum-dum yeah and it's just like you had an opportunity and maybe you're not clear on what you on what you believe but like it's you can say what you want to say but like he has a level of responsibility as a professional athlete Mm -hmm. with a a platform and you have a um assigned time after every single practice, after every single game, mm-hmm. where you can use that to do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you had multiple opportunities to state that, and you didn't. Living and working in a community and in a city that is heavily populated with the Jewish community. So, like, there was every opportunity to right the wrong. Right the wrong. And he refused to do it. And, like, I, I just... I don't think that you have to know a Jewish person, understand the Jewish religion, understand the Jewish history to have respect for a people group. Correct. A subset of people. Mm-hmm. The same way that like why it was offensive for people's response to say all lives matter or blue lives matter to black lives matter. Like you should feel that same pang 
for your Jewish brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, and it's just confusing to me that like that was hard to comprehend. What I really just really love about the Jewish community is that they don't play around. Stick together. They stick together. When it comes to the Holocaust, I'll play a, you talk, you, you, what? Anything anti-Semitic? Anything anti-Semitic. Like, they may not even agree. Publicly, though, they're going to have, they're going to stand. They're going to, they're going to circle the wagons, as we say in Buffalo. They're going to stand united. Yeah. They may have some conversations in, you know, in a, a meeting behind closed doors. But, like, publicly, like, they, nope, we're done with it. Mm-hmm. In Germany, they don't, they don't like, there are no statues of Hitler, none of that, which is the problem we're, that we have. We're not honoring history. They don't honor history. They don't, I'm doing just air quotes, by the way. Preserve history and all that kind of stuff. Nope. Mm-mm. Not in that way. It's not glorified. No one has a statue. Mm-mm. And I think that that's one of the problems and the difference between like the Jewish community and the black community is that like we're still fighting that glorification of the confederacy and until we're able to like get rid of that mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna continue to be in potentially be in the same place yeah like the amount of people who are like i can't i can't get behind black lives matter because their website says x y and z and i'm like you can't get behind the concept of black lives just, matter let's, like let's black, just, i'm talking black people let's just let's yeah let's just talk about the statement like uh, black lives matter yes or no see or no and i don't want to yes but no. no yes period and that's all you need Heart to stop. know um so that we don't have time getting away from us um what are your thoughts about his suspension Kyrie's suspension yeah i mean i'll be honest this is one of the areas that like i i struggle with i think listen i want to be clear and concise Kanye's behavior or Kyrie's behavior, excuse me, I'm they're, I'm using them interchangeably because they're both a mess, was uh, unacceptable, deserved to be reprimanded, and the consequences deserve to come with that. With that said, I think the, the things that are being asked of him feel inconsistent with other consequences that players, ownership, uh, leadership have had to experience. Yeah. Um, I'm struggling a bit with like, he's got to make it. I know you have the list. Like he's got to make a donation and he made a donation, but it was declined, which I get because he hadn't apologized. And like, we don't want right. your money. We if you're not your going to be sincere about it, like I get that. But like, this is a different league, but like Colts ownership was found with a sex worker and a pound of cocaine in his car and like went to work on Monday. Like it was no big deal. Right. right. Like, we're still confused about what's happening with the Washington commanders, which we knew what was going on forever. And that was a whole mess That's that we didn't even get into today with the statement they made today. And it's just like, it just seems really inconsistent. Um, yeah. And, and the, I am not surprised by the suspension because people have been suspended for hateful rhetoric and, and throughout mm-hmm. the league right. actually. And, and, Publicly, people were like, wait, he's not getting a suspension for this? Facts. Um, and so I think they suspended him from public, like based off of some of the public saying like, wait. Pressure. Like, it was public yeah, pressure for sure. He, 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 people, he got, he said something about the LGBTQ plus community and he, he didn't, he got suspended. I mean, do you remember when my guy 
Adams. He played for Oklahoma City at the time. I think I don't know who he plays for now, but he's from um, New Zealand, mm-hmm. and he was talking about Steph oh, Curry. Oh, yeah. And um, did you say something about? Like, yeah, he's monkey? like they're they're fast little monkeys, and yeah. like he was like <laughs> I had no. He he literally said in his press conference like, "Have you ever seen a monkey in the wild?" Right. Like, he, you know what I mean? And yeah. he took a lot of heat for that, and like nobody who knows him thought for a second that he was being racist. Mm -hmm. Like he's not from America. The deep levels of American racism were different. And, but my point in saying that is that one, his character spoke, his character and history of his character spoke for him. And then when asked, he clearly addressed it and apologized. Right. right? So anyways, I just, um, he said they were quick little monkeys. Yeah. Quick little monkeys. Yeah. I still find it to be so funny, but. But yeah, I, I don't I don't agree with him having to do this checklist before I, I I'm OK with the suspension because people have been suspended for far less. Uh, but the checklist of things that he has to do with and I think that came from the the owner and not the league. If not, I'm not mistaken. That's, that's my understanding as well. Um, but he has to apologize and condemn the movie. Five hundred thousand dollar donation to anti hate causes sensitivity training anti-semitic training meet with adl jewish leaders and then meet with the owner to demonstrate understanding which meet with the owner to demonstrate understanding i feel like that is a which is weird because i'm not sure that we can say that the owner is like a expert um yes is a is a subject matter expert excuse me in order to develop to display understanding too like what is the understanding Um, so i did i disagree i totally disagree with that i think that that they're being extra and that could be public pressure as well um because of the community that they are in the power of the jewish community yeah um but i i totally disagree with that like he apologized you asked him to apologize did he He, apologize ever yeah he posted it on his um on his uh on his social medias got it social medias for me, it's just it's about it being inconsistent, right? And I think that's one of the challenges of uh, major sports teams and leagues is that like you have you have very inconsistent accountability for people. So again, Kyrie was wrong. No questions, no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Not confused. Yeah, he deserved to be suspended. I think he does need to do, probably his whole team and the entire league needs to do some sensitivity training, like in general in general like like specific to this topic of anti-semitism but also to racism also to homophobia also also to violence against women like there's a lot of things right um and for me it's just inconsistent right like i can think of i can like name off the top of my head times that athletes have done horrible things like i'll never recover from terrell suggs pouring bleach on his wife while his kids were in the car and then playing on sunday like wild times nope um but yeah, I think I think Kyrie continues to be a problem and um, an un, a cavity in a Oof. in a mouthful of healthy teeth. A cavity everywhere he goes, and I think until that cavity is filled, t- tooth is pulled, um, he's going to wreak havoc on and, and wherever he is. And just to be clear, that cavity has nothing to do with his beliefs. No, that's just has nothing to do with his beliefs. It's it's his immaturity. To, it's his lack of accountability. Right. It's his inability. It's his selfishness. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah. my two cents on Kyrie. And I thought that way long before this, but this was really like um, final straw or nail in the coffin mm-hmm. for me with this dude. Like, I just think he's been a problem everywhere he's been. 
And uh, to those people who um, compare him to Kaepernick, uh, there's literally no comparison. Like this isn't like not even argument worth my time for several reasons. Kaepernick was clear and concise on why he was protesting, what what subset of people he was looking to move, uh, looking to improve their lives and the cause that he was supporting. Mm -hmm. He was never hateful towards another set of group while advocating for the black community. And he was clear and articulate. And I don't mean articulate like he speaks well. I'm doing air quotes. I mean like his argument and his thought was well, was organized and he spoke about it very candidly. Um, when, when asked, it was like, like the example of asked and answered, like he answered questions clearly. He understood his mission clearly and he never tried to riddle anybody out of understanding. You didn't riddle me this. Yeah. Like it's just, it's like that level that like he, Kyrie is gaslighting everybody. And like, I I can't stand that. Like, and I know gaslight is like a buzzword right now, but it, he is gaslighting the media. He is gaslighting the Jewish community. He's gaslighting everybody who speaks to him about it. And he's been doing that. I just, I just personally think that he doesn't really understand completely what he's believing. Which is fine. I would rather you say that. I'd rather you say I'm like still I'm still coming learning. To my, you know, I'm still being enlightened. Is what I think is what he's always saying on on the Twitter. So, um, yeah, and I agree with you on Kaepernick. He, yeah, Kyrie. The thing with the the problem, the main thing with Kyrie in this situation, this situation uh, in general or in particular, is that he just left it up to interpretation and. You can't do that when you're trying to stand for something. You said he said absolutely nothing. He left it all up to an interpretation because he asked the question back. And so you can't do that. And that's the difference between him and Kaepernick. You the interpretation that people who disagree with Kaepernick, that was intentional. Mm -hmm. Like I legit still don't know what Kyrie believes. Not clearly. I can make assumptions. You can make assumptions. But is that is that right? And that's and yeah. Anyway, that's that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. Well, goodness. Well, any predictions on who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? <sighs> no. Mm. Okay. You? I mean, before Josh Allen got hurt, I you know was hoping for the Bills. Um, Go Cowboys! I mean, also the Giants are super good right now too. Are they? Yeah, Saquon Barkley should be in the MVP conversation. Oh, Saquon Barkley. Um, shaking and dancing, but also Jalen Hurst is playing incredibly well too. So there's a lot of there's a lot of th- there's a lot of things happening. I don't know if any of those teams are Super Bowl candidates, but the Giants are playing really well. Yeah, they're like y'all? 6 and 2. We beat the Giants, right? You know what? As our first Oh man, I can never do this. Mm. Come on. I come can't on. do it. Just mm-hmm. say it. As our best first, first godson. Yeah. Do you want to say it? As our best first godson would say. That's it. That's it. Wait, wait. I didn't sing any. You Did sung I? plenty in the beginning. Are you sure? I feel very confident. Okay. Well, as again, as uh, our best first godson would say. That's, That's it. it.